This sermon is brought to you by Shofar Christian Church. We hope that you will be blessed by this message. Our audio and video sermons are also available on Shofar TV to download and share. Hi everyone, uh, welcome to our evening service. It's so great to still be able to share the word and come and receive the word, even though a lot of stuff's happened the last while. I'm pretty sure none of us really expected it to be to go into this hard type of lockdown, but hallelujah, we're still going. We are still the church, wherever we, wherever we are gathering, wherever, wherever we are sitting and listening to the word and receiving. I just want to encourage us, like even in this time, even though it's online, we know it's not the same. We know it's not the same as a good, like proper live gathering with everyone together, but let's still engage. Let's still hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. Let's still receive from him and still come with hearts that are really open to just receive the word of God. With that said, I would just like to pray first and then we can get into it. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to, to share the word, Father God. And we pray, Lord, that as this word goes out, Father, it may touch hearts, Father God, and that we may, we may leave feeling refreshed by your word, Father God. And Lord, I, I pray, Jesus, Lord, that it may be your words, Holy Spirit, and, and not mine, Father God. Lord, that your spirit may speak, Lord, unto those who hear, Father. Lord, that there may be true transformation, Lord, through your word, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So my name is Clint Cupido and I'm currently doing my internship here at Shofar Stellenbosch and it's been a very interesting road but it's been so good just being able to be part of the church, be in the church and just allowing God to take a year of my life to just shape and mold me in whatever way He sees fit and it's, it's really been the best journey and it's just been great just giving that yes to God and saying, yes, God, I'm, I'm willing and I want to be used by you. Um, and it's just been such a, a, a great journey. And today I want to speak about something that is very, very close to my heart and something that I'm very, very passionate about. And that is, that is prayer and intercession. And we've had this, these, this um, theme running through, which is God encounters. And one thing that I know how I encounter God amazingly is through prayer, through that spending that time in prayer. And I just have this love for intercession and love spending time in that prayer room with God. You know, it's a place where I get to communicate with Him. I get to sit with Him. I get to hear what is on His heart. And it's just like, it's the best place ever. You know, like there is no, there's no better place than, than the prayer room, you know. And like for us as Christians, prayer is like, it's like breathing. It's like, it's what we do. It's, it's, part, of, it's part of who we are. It's inherently how we, how we live our lives. It's that constant communication with God, like to and fro. And, speaking to him, hearing from him, speaking to him, hearing from him. And it's, it's just what we do. Like I always use this example of prayers, like prayers, like the heartbeat of, 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 of our faith. You know, it's like it, whatever you, you receive in the prayer room, it comes into your heart and it just flows out to the different parts of your body and it just flows out into different areas. And, and whatever happens from prayer goes out into the world and it goes out into your life. And we, this is how we approach prayer, like trusting God to speak to us in those moments. And and sometimes I feel like we, we kind of get prayer a bit wrong and especially like if it's in front of other people or even when it's with God, like we feel like we don't really know what to do or how do we actually pray? Is there a right way to pray? How do we connect with God? But, but God is ultimately like He wants us to be with Him. He wants us to speak to Him. He wants us to, to just go and sit with Him and, and hear what's on His heart. Like Jesus created a way for us to actually be like to actually be with God you know like he tore the veil that we can have this access to God and access to his spirit that speaks to us and and it's great that we can make every like use of the opportunity to actually do that and to engage with him and you know it's like sometimes you just think about prayer and you're just like it's 
it's where you can know that even if God just whispers something that, that touches your heartstrings, like it's, it's so precious, like, and it's so much better than listening to a thousand sermons or anything else. But like when God speaks to you and he just touches something on your heart, it's, that's the place of prayer that we, that we want to be at, like, you know, spending and hearing from God. And I want to speak about someone who really, who really knew how to pray and knew how to engage with God. Um, and this is in Daniel um, chapter 6. Uh, so just a bit of context uh, what, what, with, with regards to this verse is that this was a time in Daniel where, where the king wanted him to have more authority over the land and he was going to move into a place of where he was going to have a lot more influence than he already had because he already had this spirit of like excellence and faithfulness within him. But then the high officials got jealous of him, of this, of, of this man who worships God and who doesn't worship the gods of their age. And they got jealous because like, why is this, why is this guy getting like all this favor and how is he able to go into this high rankings? And so they wanted to trap him in a way. They wanted to, to make sure that he doesn't get the position so that they can get it ultimately. And so then they put in this decree that for a certain amount of time, like no one is allowed to, to worship or pray to any other, other gods but the king. Um, and so I just want to read Daniel 6 verse 10 and then it reads, when Daniel knew, Daniel knew that the document had been signed, this is now the document that speaks about that they're not allowed to, to worship or pray any other, other gods. He went to his house where he had his windows in his upper chamber open toward Jerusalem. He got down on his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he had done previously. And I want to just focus on that, on that little point there at the end there, there it says like as he had done previously. You know, this was a discipline like, in, in Daniel's life of that he would pray three times a day, like he would get on his knees and he'd spend that time with God. He'd be intentional about spending that time. And, and I'm even like guilty of that myself, like often in this times, like it's, it's difficult to get to even like just spending that three times a day where you just sit down and you pray with God. And it's not like, oh, Daniel, he's in the Old Testament, it's like old times. No, like this was a busy guy. Don't get me wrong. He was someone who was an authority and had a lot of decisions to make and he was busy. But he made, he made sure that he was going to get to God and he would sit three, three times a day and he would pray to him. He would make that time to, to spend with him. And, you know, he, he cultivated intimacy with God. He cultivated this, this, this thing of like getting to know God, getting to know his heart. Like daily he would go to him. And the more you spend time with God, the more He reveals His heart to, to you, the more you, you kind of hear from Him, the more you, you get to know what He likes, what He dislikes, and the more you get to feel His heart. And then ultimately, later, Daniel starts to intercede. And this is like one of the most beautiful parts of intercession. So Daniel prayed three times a day, and it was noted that they wanted to record this prayer in Scripture. So when, this, when someone writes down a prayer in Scripture, like it's got to be important, like it's got to be something significant to it. And I want to read from Daniel chapter 9 from verse 3 to 6. And then he said, Then I turned my face to the Lord, seeking Him by prayer and pleas for mercy with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession, saying, O Lord, how great and awesome God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love and keep His commandments. We have sinned and done wrong and acted wickedly and rebelled, turning aside from Your commandments and rules. We have not listened to your servants, uh, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. And then from verse 17 to 19. Now therefore, O our God, listen to the prayer of your servant, 
and to his pleas for mercy. And for your own sake, O Lord, make your face to shine upon your sanctuary, which is desolate. O my God, incline your ear and hear. Open your eyes and see our desolations and the city that is called by your name. For we do not present our pleas before you because of our righteousness, but because of your great mercy. O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, pay attention and act. Delay not for your own sake. O my God, because your city and your people are called by your name. And I think this is such a, such a profound type of prayer, you know, of, of, of asking God to, to save this people. And, you know, Daniel, with all his influence and with everything that he had, he knew that he was unable to save these people. He got to a place where he knew and understood that it was only through God and only through, through God saving his people that they will be set free. Like nothing that he can do with all the authority, all the responsibilities that he had, he cannot save them from their wickedness. He cannot do that. Only God can do that. And it, it came out of a place of, of spending time with God. It came out of a place of like, this is how he, he understood what God felt toward his people. And he understood like what God, how he felt and that it is not of his own righteousness, but it is of God's great mercy. And when he intercedes, he takes the place, he takes the position of the people. And he doesn't say, Lord, I've been faithful, but they haven't been. Like he says, we, like we have sinned against you, God. And he puts himself in there and he says, I am part of this people. I am part of this people. We have sinned together. And it takes time with God and it takes that time of actually knowing how he feels and knowing how he sees the people for him to actually get to that place of like, oh, this is, this is real. Like God, like we're in trouble, you know, we're in trouble. We need help. And he prays this prayer and it's like, there's a real fervency in it. There's a real emotion and a passion to it of like God, desperation, like crying out, God, save them, you know, save us, all of us together. And it is this, it starts off in that quiet time of praying. Like I'm, I'm assuming that he didn't pray like this every day. Like this was the one that was recorded and he didn't just like jump into it. It, it started off with God. I want to spend time with you. I want to know you. What is on your heart? Who are you? And then ultimately it comes and then God comes and shows us stuff. And then we pray into those things. But and then we can release these amazing prayers of where we understand and we know who He is and we can pray that and we can be led by Him. Like now we have the Holy Spirit who is our helper that can help us pray into these things. We don't pray like out of ourselves and, and feeling like we need to pray this and we need to be forced to do this. But He, he shows us His heart and we can, we can move out of a place of praying from the Holy Spirit and not of ourselves and just trusting Him. And it's not like a, a pressure thing of like, oh no, now... Tomorrow I need to start four hours a day. I'm going to start praying like this is it. I'm going to every day four hours. Like it, it, it takes time. Like prayer is like it's like a muscle that you kind of build up and you, and you have to continuously spend that time and spend that time and spend that time. And, and the great part of it is that it's like the greatest place to be, you know. It's like why would we not want to, to be there? Why would we not want to pray? Why would we not want to be in that place of His presence? For me... It's so like one prayer that I continuously pray, prayer that I continuously pray is that God, like make this time that I'm with you, make this my favorite space, make it like that there's no other place that I'd rather be than here in this moment, praying to you, hearing your voice, hearing what you have to say, experiencing your presence and getting to know you. And that's what I want to encourage us to, to maybe, maybe for some of us, like we haven't felt that prayer. We don't know what to do in prayer. Like we sit and we we're there and we're waiting and we're like, okay, God, 
what's gonna happen now or you're gonna say something or maybe you just haven't had that that you know where, where, where prayer has become alive to you where you're kind of just sitting there and you're just like okay we're praying but we're just praying through this list okay great the list is done we move on we go on into the rest of our day but but we haven't had that that intimate time with him we haven't actually spent time with him we haven't had those moments where you're you're spending it there and you're just like i can't leave like i, I don't want to leave into the rest of the world like i know i've got this class maybe or i have to go to my job but you know i just don't want to leave because this, this is so great this is in his presence this is a time with him you know and and i want to encourage us like even if it's just you start off 15 minutes and then go into half an hour but like try to to really cultivate that discipline of, of intimacy, of like really seeking God and longing to hear His heart and longing to know who He is because, because you know, that is, that is life in abundance in you, that we may know Him and the one whom He sent. Like, that is like our life. It is that, to know Him. And we get to know Him on, on earth already. We get to know Him. There's this great promise of seeing Him one day in all His glory, but for now, we can engage with Him and, and prayers at that place like prayers are prayers that we get to, where we really, really get to know, we see His heart, we get to know who He is. And we even get to not just know like who He is and, and, and what He maybe says about us, but we get to feel His heart for those around us. You know, we get to know, like, we get to see like, oh no, there's a world that is unsaved. And it's not just now, oh, I'm commanded to go and, and pray, or I'm commanded like I have to do this. But Yes, it is a commandment to go out and share the gospel. But when we pray, we get to receive from Him. And we know how He feels. And we see like God's heart is breaking for the people around us. Like He desires intimacy with them. And He desires to know them. So when we pray and intercede, we are praying out of a place of like knowing that this is what our God wants. You know, He wants, he wants your neighbor. He wants that heart. He wants that intimacy with your neighbor. He wants that intimacy with a person that is staying in your, like, in the, like just across from you in Rez, for example. Like He wants to spend that time. Sometimes we try and force ourselves to pray and we try and push and push because this is the right thing to do. Like as a Christian, we're supposed to pray, but we never sit and have that time to actually hear what God has to say about His people around us and, and how He actually feels. And then like, it's so crazy, like when the disciples were with Jesus, like he, they didn't ask Him like, Lord, how do we preach this great sermons to attract people? He didn't, they didn't ask like, Lord, how do, we, how do we do miracles? They asked, Lord, teach us how to pray. I mean, how profound is that the people who walked with Jesus every day, you know, they asked like, Jesus, teach us how to pray. But I often feel like sometimes in our lives we get very busy and we get so distracted and like prayer is just something that often can get pushed to the side because of all the things that are happening around us. And we, we wake up in the morning and we're kind of groggy and we're tired. And then next thing we know, like we have to be out the door. And then it's like, okay, cool, Jesus, here's your 15 minutes, your your quick fix, like I read my Bible, five minutes, pray for five minutes, or put on one worship song and then we're out the door um, because we're so busy. But I really feel like God, especially in today's age, wants us to slow down, you know. There's, we often get into the cycle of rushed living, of moving on to the next thing, doing things continuously. But, you know, God's, God wants to do a complete work within us and He doesn't want us just to rush things. And He wants us to come sit back and and reflect and even in Matthew 14 verse, verse 23 it says where this is now Jesus and after he had dismissed the crowds he went up to the mountain by himself to pray and when evening came he was there alone you know and this is this is something that just 
it's not just like one isolated incidence of, of Jesus retreating like away. It's, it's Jesus continuously did this because he knew that he had to get out of this busy space and where everyone is around him, everyone has a need, all of these voices are, are around him. We had to retreat and go to God and hear again and he spent time with God and, and he heard what he had to say. And we can go to him to receive that direction, to receive what he has to say. And sometimes it, it, it takes a bit of a waiting. Sometimes it's, you're just going to sit there and you're going to wait. Like, honestly, there are some days where I wake up. It's not every day I'm like, great, we're going to pray now 100%. This is exciting. Some days I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm really tired. I wish like I could just have like another extra hour in bed and just sleep a bit more. Or maybe just like, okay, I'm just going to make a cup of coffee. And then you kind of just sit there and you're like enjoying your cup of coffee. And you're just like, okay, cool. Let me go start my day. Or like this has to happen. Um, but like, let us like really be intentional with like, okay, I know maybe I don't feel it now, but let me, let me, let me just sit with God and let me just kind of, kind of press through all these things that are happening. This is one example of like how the tabernacle used to work of like the outer court and the inner court where the outer court is this busy place where a lot of things are, are happening and going on where like the sacrifices are being made and this person is talking to this person and then there's the inner court where we move to really go on and, 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 and the way it becomes this place where we really meet God. And, and oftentimes we kind, of, we kind of settle for the outer courts, you know, when we're, we're in prayer, but we've got a thousand voices that are coming at us. We're like, okay, I need to do this today. I need to do this. This is still going to happen. Um, I need to WhatsApp this person to make arrangements. And then we're like, okay, cool. That's going on in your head, but we're still praying. We're like, okay, yeah, but God, okay, yeah, just... Help me throughout my day, bless my day, bless this person, bless this person. Okay, great. We're good to go. We're going to go out. And then that is like our, that is our time spent with God. And we often settle for that. But, but God really calls us to something deeper. Like He wants us to go deeper. He wants us to go into that depth with Him where we, where we get to meet with Him, where we get to spend time with Him, where you sit with Him and, and like the whole atmosphere of your room just changes because God is there and you're weeping because of joy or you, you're weeping because of just seeing like you're feeling his heart for the lost and, and he wants us there. But oftentimes we're, we're too rushed to go to those places. We're too rushed and we don't want to wait on God and we don't want to, to get that more. And, and, and I myself am guilty of this, of, of like having all these things in my head, in my mind and like I struggle to get there. But sometimes we just have to sit and then just wait and just worship like, there was a time when I, I was in res, um, in Dachbrek, and then, then I would go in the mornings, and I would be like, God, I'm not leaving this room until I know I've connected with you, until I've engaged with you, you know, until I know that I've met you. Like, when I often have this thing where some of my friends tell me, it's like, um, like, oh, how was your quiet time? And it's like, oh no, it was okay. And then I'm just thinking, it was okay. Like, you just spent time with God, and you're telling me it was just okay. You know, it's like. It, it, it doesn't it doesn't match up you know but like it, it 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 that 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 kind of changes my perspective of like this there's so much more and then when i would sit in the mornings i would sitting and i'd be, be strumming my guitar or just in a time of worship with god and then i wouldn't feel it like i'd be i'd be just there just waiting for it but i'd, I'd constantly be trying to engage with god and trying to hear his voice and hear what he has to say and then kind of pressing through all the voices all the distractions and then in like this moment and there's this the shift and then you're with God and you like nothing else matters but but that time with him, you know, nothing else matters but spending time with your father who speaks to you and you hear his voice and you hear and you feel his heartbeat, you know. 
and nothing nothing can 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 beat that and there's no other place in this world there's no prize you can give me you can give me anything in this world like it won't compare to that time that i have with god and and i want to encourage us to really go and spend that time and hear what the father has to say because like jesus has made a way and we have the holy spirit to come and help us and come minister to us everything has been prepared for us we just need to go like we just need to take that first step and go and i don't want to make it a pressure situation of like oh no i must do this because this is the right thing to do but to do it because we want to you know because to do it because it's jesus it's the man who, who set us free it's the man who saved us from our sins it's the man that i'm reading about in scripture but i know him as well and i can speak to him as well and to to embrace that to to want to spend time with jesus you know not feeling forced but like creating a place of like where in my prayer i get to know him and i get to i get to get to see him and behold him and that's just my 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 encouragement for for us like not to feel like this is a, a, a duty but like i want to spend time with jesus and and taking the opportunity to get to know him because we can get to know him right now and i just want to encourage us for if maybe some of you are out there and you've never met this Jesus like you don't know what it is to speak to Jesus you've heard about this Jesus you don't know what it's about to actually pray and actually connect with him or maybe you you've heard like the standard prayers but but you don't know that Jesus you don't know what it actually what it is to actually speak with him and know and hear his voice and hear what he's saying and i want to encourage you if if that's you today and 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 you've never you've never responded to Jesus's call on your life and you've never heard him like you've never you've never felt it but you really want to you really want to know this Jesus and you want to give your life to him there we'll have a link a link below or a or a um, a number that you can send us and we'd love to connect with you if you want to make that decision to follow Jesus and to get to know this Jesus who is who is this great prize that is that is just above anything else that this world can offer who fills us who who gives us life who gives us joy and peace and gives us mercy if you want to know that jesus i'd really want to encourage you to respond send us a message we'd love to connect with you um and pray with you and pray with you um and maybe you're in a place where you you just feel like oh, my prayer life's not like that and i don't i don't pray like that i'm not someone who really who prays you know I'm more like I just worship you know I'm just a, I just go worship or I just I just go and evangelize but I want to encourage us to to take the time in the sanctuary with God where you just block out all the noise of the world and and go go pray with him and maybe ask an accountability partner or someone in your small group and ask them hey I want to be I want to make a commitment for one week I want to wake up at 7 o'clock and I want to spend at least half an hour 45 minutes in prayer just seeking god just seeking his face and and kind of cultivating intimacy cultivating this time spending with god um and ask them like hey would you want to walk this this road with me and then we can do this together i want to encourage you guys ask one another and and seek the lord together and if you if you're maybe someone like who who really longs for that intimacy with jesus i want to encourage you to just go to just go to that place go and slow down slow down everything slow down what's happening around us wait upon lord get to that place where you can be silent before god and it's okay and it's not awkward and you're just waiting on him and you're just enjoying his presence you know i want to encourage us try 
let's let's really make the most of the time that we have on earth already to know Jesus, to know him to the bit, like to how as much as we possibly can. So with that said, I just want to pray for us um, in, in, in ending off. Yes, Heavenly Father, Lord, we want to thank you, Lord, for just, Lord, for the fact, Lord Jesus, that you came, Lord, and you, you made a way for us, Lord, to be intimate with you, God, to get to know you, Lord, the Father, that we may know you, Jesus, Lord. And I want to pray, Lord God, that, that with this Father, God, that we would, would really have hearts, Father, God, that longs, Lord, for the prayer room, Father, that longs for that time, Lord, in, in intimacy with you, Jesus, Father, but that you would come and show us, Lord, in our time of prayer, Father, God, Lord, and you would come and reveal yourself, Father, that we may get to know you, Father, that the prayer room, Lord, wouldn't be this burden, Father, Lord, but it would be a delight unto our hearts, Father, a delight of, of meeting with our Father, of meeting with our Savior, Lord, that you would come and, come and make it our favorite place, Lord God, that we may enjoy you, Father, that we may enjoy knowing you, Lord, that we may get to feel your heart, that we may get to see your heart, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday and for this next while that is ahead, stay in community, stay connected with one another, keep attending small group, stay in the word and spend time in prayer. We're just from our side. We love you guys and we are keen to see you guys soon. So. Thank you for listening. Remember that our sermon audio and videos are also available on Shofar TV. Go to www.shofaronline.tv to download and share.